0: Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I want to address one of the questions that comes up a lot. It is, how do I make sure I don't date another narcissist? Or how do I make sure I don't end up married to the wrong man again? Or how do I prevent falling in love with somebody that's just going to cheat on me? These are all basically the same question in like a different flavor of how can I have certainty that I won't repeat the same mistake? Here's the thing. Most of you have gone through a divorce and are in your midlife if you're listening to this podcast, and you've probably spent years in an unhealthy or unhappy marriage. And I find that most women want love again and they want to do it right. But what gets in the way? Fear, fear, and all the unknown factors that come with dating and finding a good partner. Fear will show up, and rather than take any risk, a lot of women will choose to be alone because at least then they have certainty. They can be sure they won't marry the wrong guy again. And our brains love certainty, they don't want to risk making a mistake. But this is very black and white thinking, and it's believing that if they try to find a good man, they will accidentally fall for the wrong man. And the truth is, You get to choose who you fall in love with. And people have said to me, I can't help who I love. And maybe that's true if you're already in love with somebody. But for you that are having a fresh start and just went through divorce, you do have a choice of who you fall in love with. And the way you do that is by dating carefully and taking it slow and learning from the lessons of your past. People who think they have no control over who they fall in love with are also the people who let, you know, their loins make the decision. (laughs) They get that fluttery feeling of chemistry down there, and they charge forward full force and throw all caution to the wind. This is not the path to a healthy, lasting, and loving relationship. It's actually the fastest path to heartbreak. Taking it slow and being selective about who you go on a first, second, or third date with is the way to find true love. The slow path is actually the fast path. Most women struggle to step into the dating pool after divorce, but it's not because there are no good men out there. The struggle they are really having is that they don't trust themselves when it comes to men. They don't trust themselves to pull the plug when they find a red flag. They don't trust themselves to say no to sex when it's too soon. They don't trust themselves to speak their mind and live their truth because they've been conditioned to be a people pleaser and it goes against her grain to say no or to speak up for herself. So the problem is not the men out there because there are many good men out there. The real problem is that women don't know how to build trust with themselves, the trust that they need in order to confidently move forward into dating. So rather than deal with the root cause of the dating that they fear, they just sit in that dating fear and they blame online dating and online dating sucks and it's too hard and there's no good men out there. I hear this all the time, but if you're not finding quality people to date you, it's not the system and it's not a fact that there are no good men out there. The actual problem is you might need to self-reflect on your own willingness to dig in and learn and dig in and do the hard things and to find out what it takes in order to get your dream partner. If you're not willing to go on lots of dates, or not willing to learn how to optimize your online dating profile so that you're more likely to attract better men, or if you're not willing to gain insight into what your own blind spots are that's causing you to repel the very men that you seek to attract, then you will stay stuck in this dating purgatory. Willingness. To deeply look within and to learn from your past mistakes is a quality that good people are looking for. And I see a lot of women being really prideful in a painful kind of way. (laughs) They're doing it by force. They're letting their ego in the driver's seat. And this is not the way to find love. Ego is the killer of relationships. You can be gentle and feminine and still say no and be in charge. When you find someone you like and you've decided to explore a relationship with them, you don't throw all caution to the wind and just dive into the deep end. You don't tell them you love them after one week. This is projecting an idea of love that you want and not actually letting it reveal itself or creating it. Right? So take it slow. Let this person reveal themselves to you. And it's a one for one kind of reveal. So if he's willing to tell you the story of his childhood and is being vulnerable, then do the same. Show that you are a safe place and that you welcome that vulnerability. Sharing each other's truths is how you create a solid foundation for a healthy relationship. And I truly, truly believe, thank you, Brene Brown, that vulnerability in a relationship is truly what courage is. And women who are guarded and want a man to fight for them and break down that wall, that fortress that they have around their heart, they're basically asking for a man that will love her without even knowing her truest self. And there's not a lot of good, healthy men that will fight for a relationship that is not being reciprocated with vulnerability. So keep that in mind. It is okay to be vulnerable. That's not what's going to hurt your heart. What's going to hurt your heart later is diving in too fast and finding out it's not the right person. Also, what will hurt your heart is having that fortress around you and never letting anyone in. This is relationship sabotage. I don't think the relationship building part is that hard. I think the real struggle is in trusting yourself to make good decisions and then follow through with them based on your own wants, needs, and desires. If you're dating someone and they reveal things about themselves that turns out to be an honest to goodness red flag, then you have a duty to yourself to end that relationship. Put on your big girl panties and end it, even if it hurts. It might hurt you now, but I promise you, those red flags do not go away. They only amplify down the road, and they will be the nail in the coffin of your relationship 10 years from now. So learning to break up with someone that's not a fit for you is one of the dating skills you need to develop. It's uncomfortable, but we have to be willing to sit in discomfort so that you can reach your higher, truer, better future goal of finding the right person, finding the amazing connected love that you're seeking. So as you can see, the key to breaking the patterns of your past is truly up to you. You're being willing to identify them and willing to end a relationship that might no longer be serving you. One of the beliefs that I have that I will stand by 100% is this. When you're dating someone, believe who they show themselves to be, not who they tell you they are. Believe their actions, not their words. And never believe that you have the power to change someone into the person you want them to be. Super quick story. When I was dating my now husband, um... I, we lived in Alaska and there were a couple of really big snowfalls. And I just assumed that my landlord came and shoveled the driveway. I was living in like a duplex that I was renting after my divorce. And I assumed my landlord shoveled the driveway and cleaned out my car. This happened like three times. And I finally run into him after one of these snow days. And I was like, Hey, thanks for shoveling off my car. And you know, so I could get out. He was like that wasn't me, that was your boyfriend. So my then boyfriend, now husband, um did that without like expecting some kind of praise or you know having to tell me that he did this. He did it just for the sake of cleaning off my car and for, you know, helping me get out of the driveway that morning. Like that is truly selfless. So be on the lookout for somebody who shows you who they are by their actions. So again, I said, never believe that you have the power to change someone into the person you want them to be. Because one thing I know for sure is that if you're dating a grown-ass man, he is for sure set in his ways. You need to find out if you're a match for that. And if you can love him for all his quirks and crazy. Because if you can't, you need to let him go so he can find someone who will don't prolong the pain or the process so as you're getting to know somebody you need to ask yourself is that a feature or a flaw and if you find a flaw you have to like ask yourself is this a red flag or can i love it because if you can't you will be forever trying to change it and the same goes in the other direction if you date somebody that you feel like you have to bend yourself into a pretzel to fit the mold of who he wants you to be, then he's not your person. Be yourself and not just a little bit. Be yourself out loud because you being yourself is exactly what is attractive to the right guy. You being all of the colorful and sassy versions of you is exactly the secret sauce that will magnetize the right guy to you. So don't be afraid to be yourself. Talk about the things that you're passionate about. Share your truth. And if he shuts you down or tries to dampen your spark, then he is just not the one for you. Weak men need control. Strong men will remain confident and loving and trustworthy in the presence of a strong woman. And it's truly these men these strong men who are able to be vulnerable where a strong woman are able to show her feminine side because only then can she relax and let that man lead. And a good relationship will form when you're both able to turn towards each other and seek connection even when things are hard. There are good men out there. I've been remarried 13 years now and it is my hope that everyone can have deep and meaningful love in their lives. Now, if you struggle with learning how to build this self-trust and you want a deep, loving relationship in your future with a high-quality, trustworthy partner, I can help. Please join my Facebook group, Thriving Community, Women Supporting Women Through Divorce, and just message me on Messenger any question that you have or simply ask me how we can work together in my coaching program and we'll get started so that you too can create a life you love. That's it for today. I hope to hear from you. Bye. If you like this podcast, then you will love my Get Over Divorce book. It is packed with the tools that I use to help my clients fast forward their divorce healing and reclaim a more fulfilled, independent new life. It's only 4.99 and it's an instant download. Plus, you get the audio version for free and two other amazing bonuses, all designed to help you redefine your post-divorce journey on your terms. Grab it now at getoverdivorce.com.